0: This is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we're deep diving into healing and healing one of our uh, powerful healers that we have. That she's our Reiki master here. She teaches other people how to become their own healer and has went through a tremendous healing journey of herself. And I want to kind of allow her to share with you today about how no matter what has happened in your life, that. You can find a way to heal, to overcome, and to move forward, and that's going to be today's topic. So, welcome Nia from Turn Your Shine On. Yay!
1: I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Christina.
0: <laughs> Thank you for being yeah, here. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So, uh. I- I want everybody to hear a little bit about you. Yeah. I mean, I, I shared a little bit yeah. um, about being a Reiki master, a facilitator for teaching and training people in Reiki, but there's mm-hmm. so much more to you. So, if you could just share a little bit of who you
1: are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, definitely. I mean, Reiki teacher is is definitely high up there on the list. It is where I kind of came home to myself. Um, but honestly, I've always, I was always one of those people that. Even though I had so many issues myself, I was always that person that people kind of came to mm-hmm. if they had a problem or, or something. I was always a space holder. I didn't know what to call it then. I just knew I had a lot of empathy mm-hmm. and I really wanted to, to help people. Um, the truth is at first though, I couldn't really help myself. And um, this today, it's actually the first time that I'm talking kind of more publicly um, or in a really public way, about my own abuse. Okay. Um, when I first started dealing with the sexual abuse that I had, had gone through that literally um, lasted for about 10, 10 years with three different people and was very repetitive for a long wow. period of time. Um, and I was, I mean, I was messed up. This is just the truth. I, was, I had tried to kill myself. I was one of the most depressed people that I had ever known or met. And I really didn't have hope. And what happened was actually at the age of, um, I think it was 20, I was, I was 20, I got pregnant. And it was getting pregnant, I ended up losing the baby, I was going to have her but I ended up losing her which is, of course, another trauma. But. The truth is I couldn't have been a very good parent at that time. I was very screwed up myself. And she was the impetus for getting me to heal. Wow. And um, the first step in that was reading other people's stories. I went to a a therapist and she gave me a book. I think it's called The Courage to Heal. Okay. Um, And there was a lot of other people's stories in there. And reading these stories of them going to sim- through similar kinds of things that I had been through, but sounding happy mm. and and free, it was it was so amazing to me, and I knew right then. I will give this back one day. Like, not only will I, uh, I will heal because I have hope now. I, I can see other people who yeah. have done it. Other people I have no did doubt. it. no doubt. And
0: yeah. it, gave, it gave you that spark of saying, wait a second. Exactly. These people went through this and now they're perceiving or what you're right. reading is happy. And you're like, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Sometimes it's just that little spark that people need of exactly. knowing that something can happen. Yeah. Because otherwise, when we're faced with that in anything, you know, if we don't think that it can happen for me or for or that it even can happen in general, then people don't even try. Right.
1: You know, exactly.
0: So you're going through and you're reading these stories Mm -hmm. and you're getting the spark of hope. Yeah. And you're having this awareness and realization that not only will you get through this, you'll be able to give back.
1: Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And that, that began kind of my healing journey. And at first it was very much more traditional um, in the sense that I went to, to, to a therapist and that was, um, and that helped, you know, a tremendous amount. Um, and for me, the Reiki, the Reiki was my first four-way, four, four-way? Forte, four way I don't know whatever whatever word I'm trying to, to um, use right now. It was my introduction uh-huh. um, into kind of alternative therapy. And for me, when I found the Reiki, it brought me home because mm-hmm. something that happens, especially when you're when you're very young and experiencing trauma, especially some kind of physical trauma, is that you leave your body and okay. you. You know, it it becomes a very normal thing to not actually be in the body. To disassociate. To disassociate, exactly. And even though I had done the therapy and the therapy had helped, there was still so much that wasn't okay. Um, And in that Reiki, in getting attuned to Reiki, the ceremony where you become a channel for this Reiki energy, Mm -hmm. the thought I actually had was, oh, there I am. And so it was literally like this homecoming. I had put myself... A way to keep myself safe and it wasn't until i got attuned to reiki until that energy that amazing healing energy moved through me and i actually came home into wow. my life into my body and really started healing on and in in ways that i don't think i really knew were possible
0: you connected to yourself exactly and, yeah. and
1: reestablish
0: that connection and that part. You know, sometimes yeah. people say that there's fragmented parts of the soul that go out, too. Exactly. And it's yeah. like that pulling that force back in. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And
0: yeah. you had a pretty profound experience when you first did Reiki, right? Mm-hmm. If I if I remember correctly. Yeah. It was besides that homecoming and that feeling, didn't like your hands get super hot and things
1: like that happen too. Yeah, so I'm extremely energetically mm-hmm. sensitive and so for me it was like walking out because the the energy it's coming in through the crown, it's moving throughout you, and it's coming out, we have little chakras on the, the palms of the hands. And so the second I got attuned the, my Reiki was like, da, 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 da. It was like, we were ready, you know, we were like, we need this, we know we're, we're going for it. And right away, it felt like this blast of energy was coming out of my hands. And for days, I just walked around, I felt like I was walking around going, <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, my gosh, this is amazing.
0: Wow. Yeah. And then where did that continue on that journey for that self healing?
1: Yeah, so With the Reiki, one of the things that happens is you go through a 21 day cleanse. Um, It moves through the chakras, clearing out old patterns, old beliefs, just energies that are not serving. There's actually a machine that they can hook you up to Electromyograph. Uh, that's not right, but it, you can you can find it, um, and they can measure what you vibrate at as a as a total beam, what your frequency is. Most people vibrate at around two hundred and fifty cycles per second or hertz. People who do Reiki or other energy forms of energy work vibrate anywhere from 400 to 800 cycles per second wow so for me that shows a correlation with the cleanse like literally you're going through a physiological change
0: Yeah, hey, you're not vibrating at the same you're, exactly. you're literally becoming a different vibration and a being
1: exactly and so i remember going back and reading the journals that i kept during that 21 day cleanse and things you know ish from the abuse, from whatever, just living life, we all have traumas, we all have things, you, you have like these issues or these habits that aren't serving you. Mm-hmm. And without even trying, these things that I had been trying to heal, just all of a sudden kind of fell away. And when I re- went back and read those journals, I was like, oh my gosh, I, had, I like forgot about that, that that was an issue that I had been holding on to for 20 years wow. or however long, and I haven't even thought about it in five months. Wow. So yeah. So a lot of the healing that happens, um, or that happened for me with the Reiki, it, it was just like boom. It it I almost didn't even have to try. It was it just went through and and cleared me, cleared me out in so many ways. Okay. And as you're getting
0: cleared out, and you're having this totally different perception, mm-hmm. you know, do you think that you know there's that when you're looking at the trauma that you went through now, mm-hmm. and it's not to ever say that in any way, shape, or form that anything's good, but do you see how it's served on some level for developing oh, absolutely. these gifts? You know, because I know that that's a lot of things that people hold a lot of shame, or mm-hmm. they hold a lot of, you know, why or poor me or like this this kind of energy of I can't believe this has happened, and that they're. And that there's a level of, if they feel that they forgive that, then they're giving permission for that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Okay. So, so yes, I believe, and my experience was that it wasn't until I could come into gratitude, Mm -hmm. not saying that I would ever go through it again, or that it needs to repeat itself, or that it even needs to have been done in that way. Yeah. Or that we need to suffer for growth. Yeah. And at the same time, it is what happened. And now I am, I can be in gratitude for it because of who I am today. Yeah. I love who I am today. There are so many amazing things that came out of the experience. Mm-hmm. And so being I believe when you get to when you are are truly have moved through all the trauma and you get to that space of not just forgiveness but gratitude. Yeah. I'm a firm believer of yeah. that too. Because it's it's not that
0: you're saying that Hey, yeah, let me live that again, or whatnot, right. or like you say that there's not another path that could have, but that path happened, Exactly. Right? And so, if you're if you're dealt a deck of cards, mm-hmm. you know, are you playing in the game of it, or are you, you know, like looking at and hoping yeah. that it was different or wishing that it was different it's like well you can learn from this yeah you can grow from this mm-hmm. you can you became you know you delve into reading those people's stories right. to diving into being that healer that you are and maybe you would have been but it also you might not have been in the same way because yeah. it's like groundhog's say, you change one thing right, and exactly. everything's different and that's you know that's that's so beautiful i can tell that
1: you're authentically in that space Mm -hmm. of gratitude yeah you know and I'm gonna be honest it took me a long time and like you touched on you really I think the reason it takes a long time because there is that part of you that is was so hurt yeah and is so in that space of never again that you really have to work with that part and it's not until that part of you is really ready that you can come into the full forgiveness and the gratitude
0: yeah.
1: Because um, that part's your protector. It's, Absolutely.
0: It, it's like that force or that wall that says, I'm never going to allow this to happen yeah. again. And then in. As long as that I'm never going to allow this to happen again, Mm -hmm. there's not there can't be a level of gratitude because there's a level of fear that is still
1: persistent. Yeah. And what people what we get confused about is that we think holding on tightly is what is keeping us safe. If we just hold on so that it never happens again, so that we're protecting ourselves, we're we're keeping ourselves safe. But the truth is, that's actually what keeps us from being healed. It would. It's what keeps it alive. It's what keeps the pain still present instead of in the past, all of that. And so it's in moving with yourself in a way that is so gentle and so compassionate and so loving that you can bring all of yourself forward out of the pain, out of the memory, out of all of it into this now moment where you're this amazing being that has learned and grown and seen so much and expanded exactly yeah.
0: yeah and I think like one of the like a different type of scenario that maybe could help people that are having a hard time grasping this mm-hmm. would be like looking at you know sometimes when people get a broken heart yeah and then they hold on so tight to not wanting that to happen again but as long as they hold on tight and they prevent themselves from ever entering into another relationship right They're never... They're feeling that they're unlovable. They're feeling like there's something wrong. They're feeling like, you know, that that heart is literally broken. Yeah. But until they can open up, and then they meet somebody else, right? But it's in that openness that they... they, they, That letting go. Right. That they release, and then they feel, and they can get into a deeper level of love. Yeah. A deeper level of experience,
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay, so
0: and then you're you're going through and your healing is pretty instantaneous and i know that you know for some people that you've worked with it takes a little bit longer because you said that they have to be ready that part of them you know so i don't want to put out a misconception out for the people that might be watching that okay I, i i do this and then let's say i read a couple empowering stories i watch this podcast right. i go and get a reiki attunement and all my problems are going to be no, gone no, 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 <laughs> you know no. like oh my god no. you know yeah. like because there was a lot of work you were doing on yourself Absolutely. and you were ready right and then what got you to get to that place of gratitude because yeah. i think that's important yeah. aspect because where where
1: did you allow yourself mm-hmm. to not hold on tight Yeah, so a few things. So for me, it was it was a long journey, while some of it was instantaneous. And while that there was this like, oh, my gosh, I'm actually home now in this life before Reiki and life after Reiki, there was still um, a long pathway for me of, okay, I healed this part, but now look what's showing up. Or I healed this space, or I thought I healed this space, but guess what? It's, it's going deeper than I thought. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, it, I, it, while some things, you know, will shift or can shift very quickly, um, and some things take longer, and then sometimes I, I, everyone's way and story is different. I, th- I think there's a couple things. I don't think I'm answering your question, but it's just coming. Yeah, so no, just no. just going to Whatever's coming is meant to come. <laughs> <laughs> Determination. There's just deciding that without a doubt, no matter what, you're not going to stop until you feel that gratitude until you know that without a doubt, you're you're healed or um, over it or however you want to say it. Oh, gosh, there's got to be a better way where you where you're in that space of knowing that you are all of you and that you are always whole and Mm. that now you just know you're whole so a really strong will
0: yeah in a really strong like it's almost like that when you're telling me that you're reading those stories and like you knew like this not only gave you hope but you almost even got beyond that Mm -hmm. and you've seen it's you crossed the finish line to beyond you weren't just you know running that race and going to finish the race you were going to see yourself in the next chapter and you're and so that but that you knew you were going to help others you knew you were going to get to that place and that pull Mm -hmm. and so so that strong determination that strong Mm -hmm. momentum that strong willpower Yeah.
1: And I had, it was very interesting for me because after therapy, I actually hit my rock bottom, bottom after therapy. Hmm, Interesting. And what was beautiful about it, though, let me say this, I did suffering very well. (laughs) Like I went, I went as far as I could, really into suffering. And with the therapy, I, I, you know, there was a lot that started to heal and started to move. And I got off the medication that I was on that had helped me because I had been depressed for so long um, that did really help the depression. I got off of it and was dating someone who... Let me put it this way. There was one day we were walking down uh, the street and this lady out of nowhere just stops and goes, oh, you're dangerous to the man that I was dating. Oh, wow. And... It was this rock bottom. But what happened for me was that I saw very clearly that if I took one more step in this direction, I would become the abuser. Wow! And I didn't, I went in the opposite direction and continued my healing path. But for me, that was such a powerful experience because now I, of course I can forgive then. Oh, I I get it. I understand how you live a life. You don't deal with the pain that was done to you. Mm -hmm. And you then go down this path where you're getting abused more and more. And then you, of course, are then becoming the abuser. Yeah. Because, you know, the
0: disassociation and the pain become so much. Right. That it's got to boil out and come out somewhere.
1: Yeah. So everyone's story is different. Like for me that was an important. It wasn't a fun part of my my journey. I didn't exactly enjoy it. I definitely almost felt like I was watching myself like what's going on? What are we doing here, you know? And yet, it, you know, it was part of my healing journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so
0: when you realize that if I take one more step. Mm-hmm. What was your call to action that you did as after that? Cuz I mean that's like a pretty big like realization.
1: Yeah. Well, it it was amazing because i had i was living in australia at the time with him and um my return ticket was done it was void because i had stayed past the the time and i called to see if there was any way that i could get back to the states with this ticket i had no money at the time and this lady just knew i mean she was an angel what when i got to um the place to reissue the ticket the guy was like I don't know how she did this. It's not possible. Wow. So literally, you know, God came and got me a ticket to to get out of there. Um, I called in a lot of support and really let people help me. I needed help. Mm-hmm. It, that rock bottom, like, I, I needed help. And I let people support me. I have a tendency um, to be the one supporting others. hmm And that was a time where I really let myself be supported. I will say after that, then I started doing the, the, oh, no, I'll support others again. And now I'm I'm relearning. Oh, wait. (laughs) It's I really I need I need people to to support me uh, as well.
0: We need a equal. Yeah balance you know when one side is pushing too far or taking too much yeah you know it's not good either way
1: right absolutely and so you surrendered in a way I surrendered and you got help I got help yeah and you know I'll bring this up too I got back on medication and that medication I know we have such a stigma and I am all about the fact that um you know it It's ridiculous the amount of people that are on medication in this this country. It's ridiculous the politics behind it and all of that. And for me, this medication, it helped me. And that's just the truth. When I did the Reiki, I was able to go uh, cut it down in half. Amazing. Yeah. I was also at the time, um, because I was a huge insomniac, and they had put me on, and I got on, Um, medication to to sleep at night. When I did the Reiki, I knew I didn't need that anymore. And I was able to just do Reiki and and fall asleep at night. The medication, I'm still on it today. Mm -hmm. And I had this moment, you know, because after I did the Reiki, and we cut it down in half, and then I did all this other healing work, and I'm, like, happy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I can... my earring fell out. Oh. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I can... I don't need this anymore. And I started going off of it. And my brain chemistry was not ready for that. Yeah. And so it took me a while. I had this belief like, wait, I did all the work. I shouldn't need this anymore. And... I still need it, and that's okay. And that
0: is okay. And you so, know, like, do, some people, they need it. you know, they need to be on thyroid medication or, right. you know, blood thinners or different things like for, for their life. And whether it's something that you need for right. emotional uh, brain chemistry, too, exactly. you know, like, hey, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not a component for how much, you know, the medication is over prescribe. over but you know yeah. the, there is there is a need at certain times mm-hmm. and for certain people in certain
1: ways and yeah. that you know you have to listen to what is right for you absolutely absolutely yeah i i used to say you know we we if someone um doesn't produce insulin we don't make them feel bad about that. Yeah. But if you don't produce... That's what I was trying to get about Oh, there's that. something that's wrong that. with... you know, Yeah, it's that's like, what I was trying to get yeah. about. That, like, you know, the
0: thyroid medicine or right, something right. like that. Because it's like, okay, but, you know, if people yeah. need that, they need that for their whole
1: life. Right. You know, like exactly. sometimes, you know, and it's like, well, you know. Yeah. And I believe in miracles. I wouldn't be surprised as I continue my evolution and my growing and, and whatever, if all of a sudden I'm able to physiologically change my brain chemistry so I don't need an assist of a of a you know antidepressant great that's awesome and if I don't that's okay too yeah yeah
0: I mean you know heck I mean even like on on non-medicated things like mm-hmm. you know like I've, I've become obsessed with the medical medium lately and he's mm-hmm. like celery juice every day for the rest of your life yeah right you know like so it's like it's like these different things like some people that that's what they need to feel feel balanced or if right. they have their digestive system work properly or whatever the case may be and sometimes when we add those other things even if they're their vegetables or fruit, it's still you're adding something to yourself to give yourself the balance that your system needs, right?
1: Exactly. Yes. So so everyone has their own, you know, recipe for what's going to bring them, you know, into their most thriving, authentic, happy, joyful life. And that doesn't mean, I think we have this idea too, a lot of times that to be happy means you have to be happy all the time. it's like... No, there's going to be sadness, there's going to be anger, there's going to be all the emotions. Yeah, in fact, that's a sign of imbalance, too. And
0: people don't realize that, like, you know, like the euphoria, happiness, or the super depression, you know, like, they're both these opposite sides, right? And that it doesn't mean, you know, like, I think that it's, it's important to note that sadness and downs are these abilities for us to see what needs to be changed or shifted yeah. right yeah. and these euphoric highs or bliss states mm-hmm. are what pulls us more towards the things that we enjoy but you know if we're exactly. constantly on that sta- space then you know nothing would seem you know like right because then that would also it wouldn't have its meaning anymore yeah Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it, would it still be joy if it was always joy? Right. Or would you become neutral to it? Like, right. you know, yeah. like when you go, go to a place that you don't visit that often, it has a magic to mm-hmm. it. But if you suddenly started living there, it would lose its magic, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: you definitely. know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, and I think that too, and I know I did it for a while. When am I going to get there? You know, with the healed. When will I feel healed from this trauma? When won't it be something that comes up that I feel like, oh, there's another aspect of this to deal with? And honestly, for me, that only happened only maybe a year or so ago. Wow. There was, I mean, there was years where I felt like, oh, yeah, no, it's all good. And then all of a sudden something would, would pop open. But here's the thing. The, the, what I realized, though, is that there's no space to get to hmm. It's I am. Con- we're all constantly on a truing journey. That's my favorite word. A truing journey. Yeah, that my friends, the Marys, instead of healing, they say truing. We're truing ourselves. Isn't that beautiful? I love that.
0: that. And that there there's no place to get to. There's no place I, to get to. I mean, to. both of those things. Yeah. Are,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's what I've realized. While I am. Be- I, the reason I know that the the abuse the the sexual abuse is no longer a trauma for me mm-hmm. is because I'm in that absolute place of gratitude because of the way that I I moved myself now it, it is a shift that happened but it wasn't it wasn't it was part of what helped me get there was knowing that there was no there to get to it, it, it's I know it's like paradoxical yeah and realizing that it's this continuous journey Um, There's always going to be more for us to discover about ourselves, to know about ourselves. There's always going to be new ways that we're like, oh, I used to do this this way. I'm realizing now that didn't serve that well. I'm going to do it this way now. We're always going to be moving and changing and growing and becoming more. We're continuous. We're infinite. So there's always going to be more to discover. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean,
0: I always say the day you stop... uh, Stop learning this is the day you stop dying, but it's also yeah. the day you stop growing. You're always growing. Yeah. You know, like, so, you know, how, how can you possibly... I mean, even just understanding our physical biology, mm-hmm. you know, biologists don't even understand still certain organs and different ways that, are, that our cells operate. Yeah. And they studied these for, you know, decades with some of the best brains in the world, right, you know, right. and they still are diving in and finding new things. I mean, yeah. we just split an atom smaller to find a smaller molecule you know like so Mm -hmm. you know where does it continue to go right and if it's doing that in like on a scientific realm of course it's going to do that on a on a metaphysical energetic Mm -hmm. just even you know curiosity self-discovery realm yeah absolutely okay so with you're having these if we go back, actually, I want to go mm-hmm. back to that question of how you how you got to the space of gratitude in yourself.
1: Yeah, okay. You
0: know, because I think that that's, that's a really big one for yeah. people to yeah. be like, okay, I have this, I'm holding on tight. Yeah. But as you were holding on tight, what was it for you that made you go like that?
1: Well, there's. I think it's a process. I think there's a few things. Um, first, one of them was... Allowing myself to be fully angry, like allowing myself to be angry and not with shame. When we have shame and anger, it really distorts it. When Mm. I I had this moment of fully being in my anger for having this be what my childhood was. And I recognized that anger is love. It was a... It was not only a how dare you to me, how dare you to yourself, mm. how dare you to life. It was a it in it I could actually recognize that anger as an expression of love. Wow. And that was huge. Um what else was instrumental in me getting to that space? Ah, yeah. I had to forgive myself. Mm. Um, oftentimes, you know, it's something that you'll 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 hear. Hurt people hurt people. I was a very hurt person. I did some things that I am not proud of, mm. and it. I I think for me, one of the reasons it took me so long. Um, or what felt like a long time to really come fully into the gratitude for the experience and fully into the full forgiveness, not just of the abusers, but of myself. Yeah, was the what I did. And it really took me some time. And it was not it's I could not have come into gratitude for this experience if I did not forgive myself. It's it's one of the most important parts. And not only, you may have not uh, done anything you're ashamed of or done anything that you feel like, wow, I did something that actually hurt someone else. Yeah. Um, you might just, having gone through something like that, oftentimes we take it on, we did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's just about getting to that point of forgiveness, that that happened. Yeah. Not just like, oh, forgiving the person. And and to be clear, forgiving the person doesn't mean that you have to then be in a relationship with the person. Yeah.
0: For, forgiving doesn't even mean that you say, oh, you know, thank you for doing that. Right. You know, it just means I forgive you because I'm forgiving it for me. Yeah. I'm forgiving you for myself, yeah. not, not for you. Absolutely. You know, like, but... You know, we're all growing. We're all evolving. Evolution involves time process and lots of mistakes. Right. Yeah. So hopefully through their evolution, they're they're getting
1: their lessons that they won't do that harm to another. Yeah. But for me, that was actually the last step. It was the last kind of key in the in the door that that was when when I truly, truly forgave myself. Wow. That was when I was able to, like, just come into gratitude for it all. Wow. Yeah. So, and...
0: And when you expressed anger without having the shame or being mm-hmm. upset with yourself, did you allow yourself to go and express that outward? Did you, like, scream? No. Was, there, was there a oh. way that you got that anger
1: out? Yeah, it was in a um, space. It was at a workshop was actually the Marys who who do the truing. They were holding a workshop. I don't remember a whole lot about what we were talking about or what we were doing, but I do remember having, without a doubt, space being held so, uh, for so, me. So that you could drop into that and just be exactly. and, and express that anger outward. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I do. Um, it's why I'm good at what I do. It's why people often come to me who have experienced trauma so that they can have that space held uh, not only to feel the anger, sometimes they need to feel, you know, all the pain of it. Yeah. The rage. Sometimes it's pure rage that comes out. And as a person who holds space for people, if I haven't allowed that in myself, I can't really hold space for it in another. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it definitely, I would highly recommend. If you're moving through some of these deep kind of traumas, that you want to have space held for you, whether it's a therapist or an alternative therapist or at a workshop or a group event, um, having someone hold you, yeah, while that is going on, uh, is really important, I think, and powerful. Yeah.
0: Now, what about that? The steps into forgiving yourself.
1: you know like was you know was that like another type of holding the space or you know where was it I did have um um space held for me around that as well a few times I couldn't get to like the bottom of it right away Mm -hmm. that was one of those ones that I had to like do by piece by piece by piece and it was that final one that clicked into place like Oh, I've gone all the way to the bottom here. I have mm. truly forgiven myself now. Um, and that was, yeah, I had I had space held. Um, some of the energies, obviously Reiki. My Reiki, no matter what modality I'm moving with, no matter who I'm moving with, my Reiki is there assisting mm. um, with that process always. There's an energy called all love um, that... <laughs> I used to call it Reiki on uh, steroids. It's like, you know, not kidding around. It's kind of an intense energy. But it definitely not only is the facilitator holding space for you, but it's like that energy is holding space for you. And it definitely helps getting to some of the deeper um, uh, emotions. Wow. that that come with it. Um, so there's another energy called all love. It's like I used to call it um like reiki on steroids, okay, because it's it's does not get around. It's very like it's it's a strong energy, and it can definitely help get uh, used to some of those deeper emotional places. See, the thing is is that we carry. You know, when we have traumas, especially when we're young, there's no place to express it safely. Yeah. And so we, you know, it's like we have the pain stored over in this part of our body or the anger stored in this part. It's often why physical disease can occur in the body. And when you heal the emotional reason, the physical, uh yeah. ailments will will you know recede as well um and so all love was another energy that was very powerful that one sounds really cool yeah it is right Reiki on steroids. Right I want, steroids i want that <laughs> do you do that too you know i used to I used, to, I mean, I still kind of, it's still it's an, an energy it's that vibrates with yeah. me. I don't normally do workshops with it anymore, gotcha. uh, but I can put you in touch with, okay. uh, with Patrick who, who uh, does them. Yeah, and, I would love that. Yeah. yeah okay, and so, so you got to the
0: space of this all love energy helped kind of hold that frequency in that space for you.
1: Yeah, uh, the Marys who I was talking about, they have held a lot of space. I think it's important that not only that you find the right energy modalities or other, whatever modality uh works for you but that you find the right spe- space holders for yeah. you so it's, well. it sounds like it's a big big
0: aspect of this is realizing that you're supported exactly and yeah. that there there's support there to give you that that yeah. loving space and that loving energy yeah you know even, yeah. even when you turned into that first healing kind of transformation back when you were in Australia in mm-hmm. that bad relationship and it's like and then you leaned on friends and people to help and that was like the first phase of it you right. know that led you into the next phase yeah. right mm-hmm. that's I mean it's beautiful and yeah. it's to know like we are all here to support each other yeah. otherwise why, why are we here Absolutely. why are we interacting in this world if we're yeah. you know like you know one of the things people love to do most I'm sure everybody. That's listening. Is if there's somebody you care about that asks you to do something for mm-hmm. them, it's an honor, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. and it's la- allowing other people to have the honor to support the transformation yeah. that's going on within you or needs to go on within yeah. you, yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you know, take me through that. You realize that it, it was this process that just a year ago that you
1: kind of realized that you got there yeah I mean that was kind of surprising for me um the last kind of movement that I did with it was with the Marys and I remember being angry I was like I can't believe this is showing up again you know like I really am over it I'm I'm I I feel like I've done all the work you know I was in that space of like this is not okay. I've done a I've done B, I've had these amazing experiences of feeling totally free. And here I am in this space of feeling like this is still something that affects me. And they were instrumental in helping me shift the energy. um, A of I needed to get that last spot of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. There was still, I did not realize, but there was still a space where I was holding myself hostage. And I did not know that. I did not realize that, but I was. And so that was instrumental, just going into that space and truly, finally, ultimately, giving myself that forgiveness. Wow. And they also helped me move the energy of, um, of course it affects me. It's always going to affect me. And we're no longer, I am no longer willing to have it have it have a negative effect. It was like there oh, was... Oh, what
0: a big distinction. Because, it's a huge distinction. Because, yes, anything that is part of our past is always going to affect us. Yeah. But we can choose to not have it be affecting us negative anymore. Yes. That's so powerful. I love that. It's like, of course this is gonna affect me, this is always gonna affect me, but it's no longer going to affect me in a negative way wow yeah. that like like hit a chord like mm-hmm. that's a really strong distinction it's that's huge, super powerful huge. i hope everybody's getting that yeah. that's watching this yeah it's a huge distinction mm-hmm. because it's there don't, don't don't try to not call the elephant in the room the elephant in right. the room is gonna be there are you gonna be happy that the elephant in the room is there or are you gonna be mad that the elephant in the room is there exactly and if you try to hide the elephant in the room it's still there so yeah. like you know like it's
1: gonna exactly so that whole time there had still been a part that was trying to like root it out you know like oh no that can't be a part anymore of it yeah push it, was like, it to the next room apart. and then you still yeah. remember that the elephant's hidden in the next room it, right You're like, totally move it downstairs yeah the elephant's still downstairs right <laughs> you know yeah and that i mean it it really shifted and um it's like one of those things you know when you know even though wow no, that's not true I even I was always saying I know there's still a little pocket before this space. Um, I I did know I did know I'm like there's still a little pocket. I'll I'll get to it when I get to it. You know like yeah. I did feel I did know that there was a little space that wasn't free yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the shift since that movement is night and day. Wow. Yeah,
0: because yeah, you
1: powerfully grab control. Yeah. And he said,
0: you're not going to own me anymore. I own you. Yeah. In my perception and how yeah. I perceive and what I do. Yeah. Wow. That's such a powerful, powerful yeah. distinction. Yeah.
1: Without a doubt. And like I said, I still have moments where I'm sad or this is affecting me or that is affecting me. But it's such a different experience. Yeah. I, I To fully feel free, you know, of something that. I felt defined me for so long. Yeah. And of course it's has defining characteristics or or parts and yet it's not it's not the thing that leads me in any way anymore. Like yeah. I lead me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah.
0: Anything else that you would like to share with people that are going through their own you know, whether you call it that that low or their bottom or just yeah. still struggling with trauma, abuse or any type of heavy burden or, or th- situation that they've went through?
1: I just, I want people to know that it's possible to be free. Um, it's possible to get out of that pain prison. It's possible to not only... Um, not want to die, or or like to want to live so much that you're excited. It's possible to wake up in the morning and be excited about your life and what you're creating. It's possible. It's all possible, no matter what you've been through, no matter how far you've gone in the other direction. Um, I'm when I tell you that, like, I was in pain prisons, I was you know, the only reason I, I'm not dead, actually, is because there weren't more aspirin in the house. I uh, took, There was. All, I counted for some reason. Um, there was 55. And I, I took them, and I really, I, I thought that would be enough. Um,
0: I would think that that, I mean, I don't know. It might yeah. have
1: actually, I've never researched how yeah. many does it take to kill yourself. But what happened was, I um, woke up the next morning. And I, I purged, and there was actually whole pieces of aspirin that came out. Oh, so they didn't all digest. They didn't all digest. Um, it sounded like, you know, uh, um, Snoopy? You know the wah, 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 wah. When people talk to me, that's what it sounded like. So there was definitely something going on in my system. I don't remember where I went, you know, when I fell asleep at night. But I did come back. Nothing was better. I was still just as miserable. But I did come back knowing that I would not kill myself, that that wasn't an option. Wow. Um, but my point of telling that story is so that you know, no matter how much you feel like life is, is it, like you're, you can't survive it and you want to die, you can find joy and happiness and love and and a heart that like bursts open as you watch the sunset and all kinds of things. And mm. it really is possible. Wow. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. I
0: think it's a really powerful note to end on too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put all of uh, Nia's information down below. Yeah. And... I want to leave everybody on that note, so if you want to sit and dive into that, meditate on that. But thank you so much.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thank you, everybody. Thank you. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at liberatehollywood. Hollywood all one word, or liberate emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.